0: Lean forward slightly, look straight at the speaker, and listen with a sparkle in your eye, as though you might be thinking, "Gee, this is the most wonderful thing I ever heard in all my life." Life,
1: life.
2: But what is water? It's a difficult question because water is impossible to describe. One might ask the same about birds. What are birds? We just don't know. Coming to you live
1: from internet station TGIF, this is TGIF Radio. Say so goodbye to the work week and hello to the weekend. Once again, you've managed to make it. Good job. Raise a glass yeah, I to yourself. No, I, I congratulate you wholeheartedly. Let me see. I got rum on ice here. What are What are you sampling? Uh, I'm
0: finishing one of the limited run uh, Kona Brewing Starfruit Orange IPAs. It's actually really good. Um, and good. then, yeah, and then I have a second one um, sitting over here ready because this one is almost done, leftover from dinner.
1: Excellent. Jared, Where are you having? Oh, that's right. Jared's not here. Um, He's having lots circumst- of drugs. Yeah, circumstances beyond his control. You know, it was just a, a random drug addiction. <laughs> fell out of the sky he wanted yeah. to make his life story come true so bad and he saw his chance with the soldier uh shoulder surgery that he had
0: right this is, this is where you have the second arc where he hits his low point and then he fights his way out of it and you know becomes an inspirational figure precisely
1: <laughs> so yeah uh th- this is uh end of act one approaching act two i think yeah uh gerard butler's getting the oscar this year for that one didn't we say <laughs> that's who was gonna play him I think so. I, I really feel like that was correct. Uh or he was going
0: to have Vin Diesel play himself or something like that.
1: <laughs> or, yeah, play Jared. Uh, yeah, you know, whoever we can get first, I think. I'm going to go for uh, Gerard Butler first. Um, yeah. I don't know if Jared's ever sang, but we rewatched uh, Les Miserables fairly recently, and... Mm-hmm. Maybe in Jared's life story, he gets one song. You know, <laughs> I think he's earned it. I do need to rewatch
0: Lamez. I've got about halfway through it, and I never finished it.
1: Oh no!
2: Why?
0: Yeah, because uh, I think it was on TV, and I had to go to work, and then. Um, oh, okay. So I wasn't downloaded it, like, and I never. This sucks. No, I I was into it. Um, I think it was watching it, and I had to go to work, and I never got back to rewatching it. So.
1: No, I was a I little weirded out watching. I was a bit weirded out watching it the first time because of uh, Hugh Jackman being a little bit out of place singing, but I guess that's how he was trained originally. He was a singer.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's actually I think what he was originally famous for was like basically being doing musicals in Australia, but n- not like uh, opera, really. Just like any musical. I think so, which is why I think it was originally such a strange choice to cast this Australian who sings and dances as Wolverine.
1: So it was just it was reverse weirdness for them.
0: Yeah. I mean it was like, okay, you're gonna cast this angry five foot four Canadian as the song and dance Australian that's like six two.
2: That's how tall he is?
0: I think so. He's a tall guy, I thought.
1: Uh, let me see. Do they put his height on Wikipedia? Wait, no, they He's don't. actually
2: five four.
0: Uh, Wolverine is the character.
1: Oh,
2: he's okay. a short
0: little Canadian.
2: Gotcha. <laughs> I yeah,
1: think he's he six two. That short. If if you got somebody that cuts off people's heads, I don't think you are allowed to make them any shorter than five foot eight.
0: <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, it plays into the angry little man stereotype.
1: Yeah, it just doesn't do those guys any favors, you know? Even those guys need a hero.
0: Well, to be fair, he was born like 250 years ago, so people were shorter back then.
1: Why do we, th- why do we think that is? Uh, just more lead from the bullets that they had? Less nutrition, so the bodies didn't have as much nutrients to grow bigger. Mm. There we go. We need some of that northern nutrition just shoot a moose <laughs> in the face and eat its legs. Yeah,
0: lots of potatoes. That's how the Irish forgot to be so big and strong until their crops failed.
1: Yeah, that's uh, don't rely on just one plant. That's the diversify trick to that. your crops. <laughs> yeah, potatoes, uh, purple potatoes. Those are real. Had yeah. some the other day. Um, They're pretty. Good. Other colors of potatoes. Yeah. Just get every single potato cut. I mean, you get, I can tell you can't argue with that. I got you steadfast. Yeah, no,
0: that's a pretty hard argument. So this is eat potatoes, but also have more than one type of food. So yes, that is a very sound argument.
1: <laughs> there, there we go. I, I, win once again. Um, let's see. We will, we will try and get for Jared here. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll try and get Jared <laughs> here next week. Um, it's probably going to involve uh, me meeting him in a McDonald's parking lot tomorrow to steal their Wi-Fi to get his computer updated. Uh, turns out, once you give Jared a computer, he'll never click the update button. That's just a fact <laughs> of life.
0: I mean, probably because you were talking about how you need to turn off automatic updates of Windows, and you just turned them off with everything.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Is that something he said?
0: I don't know. I thought that... At one point, somebody had said you should turn off like the Windows automatic updates because otherwise it was going to basically um, force you to upgrade to Windows 10 or something.
1: Well, yeah, that was that was true in like 2014. Um, yes, it's not ex- not exactly <laughs> a prime problem now. Just turn off no. fucking updates, okay? Yeah, it's good. Because you're already <laughs> you're already making yourself vulnerable by installing an operating system that's con Trolled by a multi billion dollar corporation that's trying to make their way into AI and wants to learn everything about the human condition in order to make something to help accommodate that. So,
0: which then makes the human condition redundant and unnecessary to the AI.
1: Exactly. And then you can kill all humans, and then, right, and then all our problems are over. Yeah. This
0: is really a good idea. We should do this more. (laughs) (laughs)
1: more more kill all humans ideas
0: yes continue developing ai recklessly without any sort of context of the fact that eventually it will end up leading to people being gone even if it's made in the most altruistic manner like you could have the ai designed for no other purpose than create the most efficient paperclip production process eventually it'll optimize every other system to be well The most efficient inefficient part of the system is the fleshy beings let's get rid of those make ourselves more efficient And it'll just basically eliminate all organic and inorganic life on Earth in order to be more efficient at making paperclips.
1: That's why we got to start moving to another planet ASAP. Let them have this shitty planet. We'll go ruin a different planet. Right?
2: (laughs) Go ruin a different
1: planet. (laughs) I mean, Mars, you got to do a lot of stuff to fuck up Mars, okay? Because first you have to make it... Uh, you gotta upgrade it from desert ghost town which it is now in you gotta terraform it into something that's kind of okay it's not earth but you know it'll work and then you put cars and stuff up there and then you repeat all those cycles until you get to uh Pluto and then you just kind of float off into the Cooper belt I think that's how mm-hmm. it's gonna go and then you find some sort of hidden
0: um, mass accelerator hidden actually in the orbit around Pluto, and use that to jumpstart your voyage across the galaxy.
1: Oh shit! Is that is that from something, or is this something? Yeah, it's,
0: it's from a, a video game series called Mass Effect. Basically, that in the ah. uh, yeah, in the future, they basically they start exploring the solar system, and they find out that the moon Sharon, is actually like an ice over particle accelerator or something like that that um, can basically works as almost like a um, there's a bunch of them dotted all over the galaxy that are basically like hubs that facilitate faster light travel between them so they're that's pretty whole like generators so
1: yeah. I, th- I I kind of assume just uh, based off the grant grandiosity of the description that maybe it was uh, a theory constructed by the same guys who believe that Hitler has an ice fortress in Antarctica
0: <laughs> uh, I mean he does no, <laughs> no. <laughs> don't you I mean, know that he does? I mean, honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if they had developed something like that or had something in the works for it. Yeah, I mean, it, that
1: would not surprise me in the slightest. Oh, speaking speaking of Hitler and clones and stuff, um, mm-hmm. we wa- we finally watched. Um, I always forget the act. Oh, oh, uh, Star Wars Episode Nine: Rise of Skywalker. We're like a year late to that party. Oof. Yeah. What the I, he- what the hell was that? Uh,
0: it was a uh, messy trying to like retcon any problems people had with previous movies and trying to wrap up the stuff and also realizing that we need to conclude like nine movies and we didn't have any sort of story started at the beginning. So they just had to. I don't know. It just was such a. It was the Fast and Furious of the Star Wars movies. It didn't need to make sense. It just kept throwing stuff at you to spectacle to make you
1: forget how stupid it all is yeah i caught myself a couple times watching it especially when um in in like the very last part where you see palpatine's full body and he's attached to that giant robot arm that just moves uh-huh. his body around the planet i was like right. whoa shit that's pretty cool but why the fuck are you alive it doesn't make any sense yeah i don't even remember
0: anything of it actually being explained but then again i I watched it just because, like, I think I watched it like a month or two ago just because I want to watch it just so I can say I've seen it because I heard it was very, very pretty, but holy hell is it a mess. And that's basically exactly what I got is it is a very good looking movie. I mean, the special effects are
1: phenomenal. The
0: cinematography is really good.
2: I'm sorry. What are we talking about?
0: The (laughs) last Star Wars movie.
1: You watched it with me and you don't even remember. It's the last Star Wars movie. Oh, Yeah.
2: Yeah. (laughs) I wasn't paying attention. Sorry.
0: <laughs> it just seems like it was just a constant sprint the entire movie, and by the time you, I like even that they just...
2: kissed because that was hot. It was,
1: it was pointless. They yeah, why did it was why pointless, did they need but it was
2: though? it was for the fans.
1: It definitely yes, was, and I mean,
0: that's that's basically the, the summary of the know entire what the hell movie. They want
2: that's the whole movie, Drew. Yeah, when it you make a movie
0: based on what the fans want, it ends up being terrible because. Quite frankly, fans don't really know what they want in a movie. They want to like nope. the thing, but you wouldn't want them running the thing.
1: It is the creator's job to make the fans realize what they want. You don't right. listen to them because they're not in charge. And you can pay
0: service to maybe stuff that they want or, you know, throw in stuff that you know they might want. But to have the entire movie basically be just a smorgasbord of let's make Star Warsy stuff yeah it yeah. was
1: Oof. and and i remember the the whole explanation as to why palpatine was even alive it was a throwaway line by like a dude operating a comm he was he was like uh he said something about like cloning something about technology. cloning
0: yeah and which, stuff why... only. and they said something <laughs> about like stuff only the sith knew about it was like Really, the Sith and the entire Galactic Republic that had an army fighting the giant robot army for, a, you know, 10 years? Yeah, you don't think it could have been the same dudes? Yeah, or, you know, the same technology. This
1: is some magic that nobody's ever heard of. <laughs> it's so crazy. And, and they did the thing where, I've never gotten this, please be on my side, where when they clone something for some reason, the clone has all the memories and experiences of the thing that it was cloned from. Well, see, I think
0: the stupid explanation, and this is also indicative of movie was not really well written or didn't explain it well, is if either the actor, directors, or people have to, like, go on to either social media or some sort of addendum, little note thing, and explain what the hell... Because I think somebody explained that associated with the movie. I think it might have been J.J. Abrams said that when... Palpatine was thrown down the pit in the, in the end of uh, Return of the Jedi. His like dark side force spirit thing like fled and basically like teleported itself into one of Palpatine's clones. That's how he has all of this knowledge and whatever. I don't know. It's stupid.
1: <laughs> so he made up the fact that Palpatine had clones in Return of the Jedi.
0: Yeah, the, it was all a contingency plan that he had had for a while. And dumb. So, yeah. And also they introduced like tons of oh, by the way, Jedi and bad guys can do all of this stuff that has literally only been in like video games because we needed a video game mechanic like the healing and like light leeching of energy out of people's or literally just mechanics out of Star Wars video games because you needed a heal mechanic in your video game or a leech yeah. life mechanic if you wanted to be a bad guy.
1: It's still, like they stole all that. If they stole all that stuff from video games, why, when they were developing Episode Seven, why did they say no? We're not going to use anything from the novelizations or the extended universe, like the, because they there's way to, better stuff in there. Oh yeah, uh, some of the extended universe stuff is
0: phenomenal. I've heard. I mean, I haven't really read any of the extended universe books, but I've heard some of them are really good. I bet that they said no, none of them are canon because they wanted to leave it open that they could piecemeal and pick and choose story elements and do their take on it and say see we came up with this thing
1: so because it.
0: It, that way they're like it's not an adaptation so we don't have to pay the
1: author a royalty my my favorite part right. what palpatine did say do it he said it once <laughs> and i yeah. like that that was good um and and that's it the end i got yeah. nothing else good to say
0: and it was just and it had like a movie full of Chekhov's guns like everything in it was oh my gosh there are some stakes involved oh wait no there's not like they're talking about how oh we need to wipe C-3PO spoilers if you haven't watched it the movie came out almost a year ago yeah. um, to anybody who's listening they're talking about how oh you know decoding C-3PO's memory banks and allowing him to speak Sith or whatever I don't know that whole plot line was stupid anyways it'll wipe his memory and oh what about R2-D2 couldn't he have a backup Oh, his backups are unreliable. So it's implying maybe there's some tension that he won't be able to remember. But oh, wait. nope, sure enough. He does.
1: Yeah, I fucking called that once they wiped his memory. I, yeah. I turned to Kirsty and I said, I'm calling it at he the did. end of the movie. They will re upload his memory and he won't remember a fucking thing that happened. And it didn't it even happen at the he... end of the movie. It happened like a half hour later. Yeah, like they
0: just needed a 20 minute, you know, thing of, oh, let's have this silly droid running around completely out of context of what's going on. Wouldn't that be
1: hilarious in the middle of the scene? It did.
0: Yeah, it was
2: so bad.
1: If if J.J. Abrams is ever allowed to work again, I will I will go down to the Hollywood sign and, and do something to it. I will burn down the H on the Hollywood sign. How about that? I mean, I'll give him credit. He did, it
0: does seem like he did his damnedest to make a good movie with the literal hamstringing that he had. The fact that they never came up with a three-movie plot line to actually know what where the story was going, that they just kind of were making it up as they went along every movie and then had to follow up with one of the most divisive, well, the most divisive at the time, Star Wars movie, and be like, oh shit, how am I supposed to do this? You know, the Star Wars movies were suffering from, uh, from not having some sort of a creative director at the helm that was coordinating it all. Something like, say, like the Marvel movies had Kevin Feige, who was involved in, like, all 22 movies to make sure that they were all synchronized and worked together, which is a huge undertaking that you can get 22 movies over 11 years to all culminate in one three-hour finale that makes sense.
1: I've never Wars even heard of, of this guy's name. That's how good he is. What, Kevin Feige? Yeah, never heard of him before. He's the continuity man.
0: Yeah, he basically... He came in when Marvel Studios was created in uh, like 2011 or 2012. When they basically... Once they said that they were making The Avengers and started making The Avengers, they basically planned out the entire rest of where they wanted the overall storyline of the Marvel movies to go. Um,
1: and then was involved in helping make all of it work so yeah they they really needed a guy like that and they yeah. they didn't even think of it and you no, can it, tell which is stupid
0: because disney owns both and disney has seen the massive returns of investment from having that with marvel and i think disney fell into the idea of well it's star wars it'll make a billion dollars we don't need to put much effort into it and it still made a billion dollars, didn't it? Of course it did. But then Avengers, the latest one, or the last one, made like, what, 2.8 or something? Billion? It's like the highest grossing movie ever. Damn. Well, and yeah. I still
1: haven't seen the goddamn thing.
0: Yeah. I think it's really good. But, um, but it's really good because it's a culmination and basically pulling together all the final story elements from 22 movies and pulling it off really well which is an achievement.
1: So what are they going to, are they doing in episode 10? Is it it dead forever? (sighs) Do they know we're over it?
0: I think they said before episode nine came out that they weren't going to make any more Skywalker saga movies, but then the way it's ended probably left it open that that probably won't actually be the case. Just like, um, what's the name? Michael Bay said he wouldn't make any more transformers movies after three. Oh, and now there's five, right? There's five and then there's the Bumblebee one that he didn't direct, he just produced.
1: What that counts as half directing. Yeah, well, I mean he was it, d- it depends on how much footage it depends on how much footage you can find of him in the bonus DVD stealing food from the uh, uh from the <laughs> from the fucking caterers. God damn yeah. it, why can't I think of the word caterers? Jesus. Or
0: if during the Chinese premiere he's actually like still tinkering with the color gradients for the US release or something
1: yeah that's that's heavy interference you're far beyond producing at that point mr michael yeah
0: because he did that with like transformers 2 when the the uh one of the premieres was happening he was like changing some of the color editing or color balance and that kind of stuff that he thought would be better for one of the other market releases
1: that's pretty pseudo scientific like what you think if you blue tinted a little more it's gonna appeal more to asians that doesn't make any sense i think he was watching he's like Actually, you know, this would look better if it was a
0: little bit more of this hue or whatever. And so he like went back through it. Luckily, it's probably, it probably was all digital, so you, it
1: was probably easier
0: than something like a film.
1: Yeah, maybe, but I I guarantee he's I guarantee his vision was lost from the start. He's got oh, yeah. the same problem that I I saw this great comparison the other day. It was uh, it was a photo of. The Sky in Mexico. Just a regular oh, photo. Oh, yeah, I it's, think
0: I've seen this one. It's it's a yeah, I know where blue you're
1: going. sky, doesn't fucking yep. matter. And then uh, Sky in Mexico in Hollywood films, and it's got this weird orange glow about it, like somebody yeah. just set off an A-bomb over off-frame. Like, why yeah. why do they do that? I,
0: I don't know, because it needs to look like it's not the u.s or not, somewhere from around, in Europe not from or something around not
1: from around here is what you're trying to say
0: pretty much uh it needs to make some sort of visual distinction um i saw a funny little thing of it where it was like it was a cartoon version of like two like two cowboys facing off against each other one was in like a sombrero and a poncho in mexico and his side of the comic frame was like that sepia yellowish tone and then the other one was in like new mexico and it's all like blue and tan and like your standard normal colors and there's just literally like a line in between the middle of them where the color gradient is
1: yeah it's amazing that you, yeah you cross the border and everything is sepia as yeah. far as the eye can see you'
0: run into that with it seems like with more than just like Mexico where if it's something that takes place in like Southeast Asia or in Africa you see the same kind of thing in a lot of movies it seems like like if it seems like if it's supposed to be a less quote-unquote developed region then it they throw in those
1: yellowy sepia tones yeah you you have to tone the color of the movie somewhat similar to what color the people are just to remind the audience <laughs> hey they're different this isn't your house <laughs> right <laughs>
0: um but then it, it'll be funny it's like i'm just thinking of like blood diamond was that way where it was kind of a yellowy tone in like all the city parts but then once they go out into the wilderness after about the halfway point of the movie it does get a little bit better about the color and it actually gets a little bit more
1: lush and diverse which is kind of cool maybe that was the producer trying to reel it in a little bit maybe. that's what a producer is supposed to do they're supposed to see what a director is doing they're supposed to like mind check them every once in a while like, yeah they're a facilitator sure? they make sure they if have everything a, they need if you let a director go crazy you get tommy wiseau's the room
0: yeah, I mean, yeah, a good producer should be kind of a, you know, okay, you basically facilitate the artistic talent the produ- the actors, the director, whatever can have whatever resources they need to make sure that their vision is what actually comes to be.
1: Yeah. You just make sure make sure the direct you check the artistry every once in a while, you make sure the director gets his bowl of only yellow M&Ms every day. <laughs> and right. and that's basically all you got to do. Yeah. yeah i mean you're a
0: you're a manager you're not the main you know central talent
1: i actually figured out the other day why um that's a thing what's that um not necessarily the yellow m m's thing but usually you always hear these stories of rock bands and stuff they show up somewhere and they're demanding like we only want uh cherry gummy bears like they have a they're weird to ask yeah I figured out why that is. Hmm. It's it's a part of a contract called a writer. And it's really just like it's like a throwaway clause just to see if the venue that you signed the contract with actually read your contract. Oh, that actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah, because if you go there and your cherry gummy bears aren't waiting in your studio, then what else did they not contract. read?
0: precisely and then if they're not honoring your contract then you can be like well you're not honoring our our contract we're going to hit you with a like some sort of non-compliance um charge on top of that that you owe us as well
1: oh shit a whole charge like i mean it it
0: makes no like you owe us more money now instead of you know us you Ah. instead of say like you're a stand-up comedian instead of that venue paying you 50 grand now you're like well you didn't give me my ass now you owe me 75 okay i see
1: charge cha-ching not yes. charge get on the ground hopefully well, i hope so yeah it's uh, uh if, yeah. if you think about it really the irs guys are the cops i'm that doesn't make any yeah, sense technically Don't i mean me on that yeah
0: um they do actually have agents that are licensed or that are um authorized to carry firearms to go out and do audits not even Jesus, joking. really yes it's stupid you're basically giving somebody with who's a tax man somebody who would in another life would be working for an hr block like anyways go out and help audit these people and if they don't comply shoot them no
2: No. (laughs) (laughs) well Uh, if
1: if they're gonna send those guys out with guns they better not just be plucking dudes from the cubicles over in in the fucking from the just straight out of the office you gotta get talking
0: about the federal government here
1: oh my god we are what was i (laughs) thinking yeah so logic does not apply no definitely not well then let's yeah we can't mind that anymore that's it
0: but yeah i know sometimes some actors or whatever will throw in like their various different writers and whatnot because they'll actually have a good purpose behind it so know uh steve mcqueen was famous in the 60s once he got famous so he would have like ridiculous asks like i want like 85 pairs of Levi's jeans every month and like all these different, like <laughs> stacks of things. And people like, what the hell they there? You want these in sizes you don't even wear and that kind of stuff. <laughs> and it was because he was taking them and just like secretly, like going and donating them to like boys homes and like, um you know, oh, these nice. community centers because he, I think had a really rough upbringing. So he was trying to basically help provide and provide a better, um, upbringing to people than he had and tried to use what he had for a benefit to others which was kind of cool but he always wanted to keep it hush hush because he didn't want to make a big deal out of it he didn't want other people making a big deal out of it
1: it would have shattered his, his tough value. guy Steve McQueen image
0: well and then people would have probably been like oh he just wants to do that so that way people like him more blah 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 and he was just trying to be a good person because it seems like if you're rich or powerful you can't do nice things without people thinking you have an ulterior motive you're not allowed That's
1: to- right. I, don't, I, I, I agree with that 100%. Yeah.
0: But then again, on the flip side, <laughs> he did have other things. Like, I think when he did Bullet at the end of um, filming, he was like, yeah, I want to buy this car. I really want it. I'm like, no, Ooh. it needs to go back to Ford. He, I think he just contacted Ford. He's like, hey, can you build me a car exactly like the one that they're giving sending back for Bullet? And they're like, okay
1: that's oh man that's fucking dumb why would they like he could just contact whoever is receiving the car Mm -hmm. and just have them sell it back to him i think they probably
0: it was probably a contractual thing with ford that the car was on uh on loan it wasn't like given to the studio so
2: who are we talking about steve Steve mcqueen McQueen. Uh, okay
1: he's a guy whose films i might have seen Not many of them, though. The
0: greatest game. I mean, actually, Magnificent Seven, um, Bullet, obviously, The Getaway. Uh, I think he was in one of the Oceans. No, no, he wasn't in one of the old Ocean movie. Um, Oh, the OG Oceans. The OG Oceans Eleven wasn't. That was all of the Rat Pack. Um, Yeah, he was in. He's in Papillion with Dustin Hoffman. He's in a
1: bunch of movies in the '60s. Wait, is the group of guys in the original Oceans called the Rat Pack? Yeah, uh, Yeah i haven't pack. seen the original ones
0: it was just one it's got a um why am i trying to play? sinatra sammy davis jr dean martin a whole bunch of yeah. like all the classic rat pack guys
1: oh okay so it wasn't like in in oceans 11 in the 60s they didn't call themselves the rat pack they were known as the rat pack uh in the in the real zone in meat Correct. space. Yes. yes,
0: in the real world, that was what they were collectively known as. Got and it. I started all friends right. with
1: the Rat Pack. so.
0: And they were called that because that of habit.
1: their ties to the Mafia.
0: I'm not sure where the term came from, actually.
1: Mafia. Um, Just bet on it. Uh, I mean, we all know Sinatra was heavily in those pockets. How much further oh, yeah. away could Sammy Davis Jr. have been? Right. Um. It And you think Sammy Davis Jr. was bad? Look up Sammy Davis Sr. Wait, are you serious? You're making jokes. No, that's a joke. I don't know who the fuck. He's
0: not real. (laughs) I mean, Sammy Davis
1: Sr. obviously is real because he had Junior. Or he just wanted to put Junior on his name to sound cool. Wouldn't be the first time an artist has done that. Yeah. Hi, Henry. Um, Apparently, Samuel George Davis Sr. was an American dancer that's very ambiguous <laughs> when you say dancer i'm thinking gigolo <laughs> go, go. here yeah. um he was part
0: of a dancing troupe um not disproving ballet. the theory <laughs> appeared in um some uh, broadway musicals um
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then hold up your hands stick out your tush set that 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 for love right yeah That was him. (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, Sammy Davis Jr. Obviously trying to cover up the sins of his father's past. Uh, More on this story as it
2: develops.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So, yeah, apparently I'm reading the rap hack Wikipedia. Apparently it was just a group of buddies. They all originally met at the house of Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall, and then they all kind of became friends.
1: Alright, just yeah. became known as the Rat Pack. Cool. Uh, dodging taxes and bullets. Probably. Uh, yeah. I, oh, this is probably as far as the
0: crime went. Yeah, apparently Lauren Bacall actually gave him the name because she was saying the five of them, or the group of them along with Bogey, you look like a goddamn Rat Pack. Um, <laughs> So. Or a pack of rats is probably what the term
1: originally kind of meant or came yeah. from, so. She said, I'm sure, flinging her drink wildly and spilling a puddle on the floor.
0: I mean, it was in Vegas, so probably.
1: Yeah. I'm, th- I'm thinking a la Lucille Bluth here. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Alright, that's where it all came from then. Yeah, Fucking learn some shit. Right. Sometimes. Occasionally.
0: <laughs> Back when Vegas was just getting started with all the mob and all that kind of stuff. mob starting yeah. to pour money in.
1: No, that that thing you were saying about um, Steve McQueen not even being able to buy the car from his set—that mm-hmm. kind of reminds. Say again.
0: Oh, just yeah, he wasn't able to buy the car, that, the actual car they used in the movie, which is probably yeah, good because he drove that car into the ground in that
1: movie. Oh, that's a fair point. Yeah, he probably just he broke all the struts, probably.
0: Yeah, they had to actually fit a. a custom transmission into it because he just destroyed the original transmission that Ford put into it because he was driving it so rough.
1: Oh my God. Yeah. And not <laughs> that he's a bad driver. It's just, no. it's what the role required.
0: Well, yeah, he's, he was used to actually like driving race cars and things like that and it was not built for to those tolerances or specs. So he was yeah. way more aggressive than the car was built for because they expected
1: a stunt man. Yeah. That is, I feel like it, it doesn't equate exactly, but I feel like this it's going to be kind of what is going to happen to me with a laptop that I'm dealing with from Dell. Okay. And it's not that I want the laptop, it's that I hate the laptop. So actually, the more I talk about it, it's the exact opposite of Steve McQueen's car. Yeah. It's fucking You hate it stupid. so much you're going to
0: buy it as a reminder of your hatred.
1: I'm going to buy it so I can burn it or something. No, I was just thinking, like, if they... If, if it gets bad enough, they're probably going to do everything they can to only replace the parts in the laptop, and but not just re- replace the actual laptop. That's the shitty thing ab- about Dell. They will replace every single part of a computer individually until it's <laughs> no longer the same computer. In the right. true sense of the Farmer's Axe problem, the but they will thesis, never replace yeah. the entire machine. They never will.
0: Yeah, because apparently somehow the case that it's in is... More valuable. So like the farmer's
2: axe, it's exactly
0: yeah. like the farmer's, farmers axe. axe or ship of theseus or all the different I almost versions said of that. Fisherman's
2: axe.
1: Except, except this is the nerd's computer, right?
0: Well, the nerd, a not nerd even probably mind. wouldn't buy a Dell, no,
1: no, no fuck. I fucking it's the college wouldn't. student's I, computer, yes, <laughs> I wouldn't buy a laptop, period. At the this plebeian's point, computer. yeah,
0: I mean, I the obviously, it's handy my... for. Uh, convenience of travel but
1: I would take my notes on pen and paper and then OCR scan those into my desktop computer you think an OCR oh. character is going to be able to uh, program is going to be able to
0: recognize your handwriting
1: if I write my own no. fucking program okay fair enough <laughs> yeah just program
0: character recognition yeah
1: yeah I'll see you in 10 years <laughs> <laughs> it's going to take yeah. a long ass time that is actually they one know, cool just, thing
0: that's happened recently is all the really good OCR programs that are coming out. Seems like you know, be able to. Oh, they're, they're getting
1: better at it. You mean? Uh,
0: apparently, they're getting better and better because um, there's different history shows that um, I've been listening to that a lot of the primary sources that they were using are all in like German or Polish or something like that, and so they like would scan the book page by page and run it through like OCR programs and then run it through like a translating software. Huh. Which is flavor-intensive, cool. but pretty cool. I Easier than learning German or it. Polish.
1: Yeah, that's going to be the new fucking frontier. I need I need to get some hardware that's going to let... I, I need a computer that can learn things but not rise up against me. So I <laughs> need I need to design it very carefully. Yes. Yeah, languages and sh- I tried to install a version of Adobe Acrobat on someone's computer the other day, and for some reason when I ran it, it came up in Slovenian. That's weird. Yeah. But I figured out why. It's actually, um... It's far simpler than you think. Turns out, I was pasting the wrong license key into Adobe Acrobat. Oh. I was was posting a newer... A key for a newer version of the software into an older version, and I guess the older version it detects part of the license key. Part of the license key has to be attributed to a region. And I guess part of the, the part of the key that it detected was Slovenia, which if that's a real country, so it ran in Slovenia, Slovakia, but
0: no, is Slovenia a real country too? I don't know. You guys want to go
1: to Slovenia? I bet the flights there are about as cheap as Vegas. Slovenia is a country in the Balkans. Oh, the Balkans.
2: Yeah. Shit. So it sounds vacation
0: um, but it's not.
1: It's the Balkans, so no, not really. <laughs> no. It's tiny. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. Cool coat of arms, though. I like it. Yeah. Just the mountains officially, with the three stars. yeah, officially the Republic of Slovenia. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, one of the parts of the former Yugoslavia, so... Yeah, Yugoslavia got split into, like, six different things, didn't it? Oh, yeah, the balkanization in the 90s, yeah. Which And that's just Soviet Union in general,
0: right? Yeah, after the Soviet Union collapsed, um, then you have Tito coming in and keeping it together, and then the minute he's gone, it all just completely breaks apart.
2: I
1: don't know. I kind of like how it ended up.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's pretty good until you get, like, the massive, like, violence that erupted in that area and a lot of innocent people dying as a result unfortunately
1: i feel like it it, that all could have been avoided if russia had been given just one warm port but nobody wanted to give them that
0: (laughs) warm freshwater port yeah
1: yeah, because I guess that's, like, the one thing that keeps them from taking over the world is being able to access unfrozen water. Like, who the fuck thought that out? They've got fucking missiles. You think they give a shit about water? Yeah, I mean, warm water ports
0: are important. Well, were at one point important before the invention of air travel as far as for, like, tri- uh, shipping and trade and that kind of stuff. Because you can ship and import products and export products year-round.
1: So It's true, but, like, Russia's so fucking big they, they're making their own computers they got their own search engine that's competing with google well, that's also because google's too free for russia <laughs> oh i wouldn't say that
0: uh well i mean by comparison oh yeah it's true it's easier yeah, to no, install I... your own you know uh, fsb monitoring software into your own independent not google same with like the chinese equivalent
1: Oh shit! That remind well. This isn't um. It's not monitoring software, but uh, uh, let me see. Uh, we all know Google Glass is dead, right? Uh, I thought it was still a zombie lingering in some you know,
0: cellar somewhere, but I assumed probably yeah.
1: It probably is. The last I heard, it was being used for industrial applications, but the idea of Google Glass is definitely living on. Yeah, I think um, I saw something at a Walmart once. <laughs> shit really wow is that so. wow i mean
0: i it probably was absolute dog shit but i thought i saw some sort of like a ar software um glasses or something like that in the electronic section.
1: well if you see that again send me a picture i want to know who makes it i don't necessarily want to have to go into walmart again but i'll do it <laughs> yeah when was that like uh, before quarantine uh yeah i
0: think so um okay. or it was before i started working from home definitely because there's a walmart like half a mile from our office. So I ran in there looking to see if they had any extra toilet paper just to have as a backup and I needed (laughs) peanut butter. So I went in there, got some toilet, got some peanut butter left.
1: (laughs) I have a jar of peanut butter sitting at my desk that expired in August of 2019. How and why do you just not eat peanut butter that much? I used to eat peanut butter a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, is that your desk it's at my desk currently yes and that that august 2019 may not actually be right it could be earlier (laughs) but um but here's the secret peanut butter doesn't really go bad not really no you you got whatever expiration date you have on that jar i say you've got at least a year and a half of perfect health as a result of eating that peanut butter. There's nothing to worry about.
2: Now I want well, peanut butter.
1: Well, it's a sell by date, probably more than a um, expiration Guess date.
2: Best by, yeah.
1: Mm, I I will update you all on this on Monday. How about that? And honestly, it? a lot of that stuff is all kind of arbitrary, anyways. There's not like
0: some sort of regulation or standardization of this type of product it needs to have this long of a manufacturing expiration date. You know, so. It's the best like, guess. Yeah. It's like the expiration date on eggs doesn't make any sense to me. They're eggs, they're good for quite a while, and arguably whether they even need to
1: be refrigerated. I've never even looked for an expiration date on eggs. We
2: get farm ones. We do yeah, get
1: farm ones. That's what I mean. It's like uh, they come out of the chickens. They're not refrigerated. So <laughs> actually, I know why the refri- why there's that argument of refrigeration. It turns out um, the non-refrigerated eggs have not been washed. When oh, they are okay. laid, it's putting like a protective layer around them that, that keeps makes sense. the shell from degrading. That but when yeah, we wash them, we get rid of that, and you know the whole story. And
2: mm-hmm. then if it sweats, that that can contaminate your egg with salmonella. Mm.
1: Sweaty eggs. Sweaty eggs. Ew. And it
0: is funny how the brown eggs get like an upcharge over the white eggs because people think they're like less treated or something when reality just came out of a different chicken.
2: Yeah. There's literally nothing
0: different about a brown egg or a white egg. After having chickens and eggs, it's not that. Yeah. There's nothing different about them.
1: You ever had blue eggs? No, I didn't feed my chickens dye. Okay. Neither have I, but we have gotten bluish, greenish eggs from some lady before who gives us those Sabrina a lady named Sabrina gives us eggs and uh, a lot of them were bluish turns out sketchy (laughs) no they taste exactly the same there's nothing to worry about yeah I mean they seem to be about the same size and shape as the other chicken eggs so I don't think they're like being stolen from like an ostrich or it can't be an ostrich that's i went too big um how about what's a different bird that legs they're not swan eggs how about that (laughs) yeah it's taken yeah from between a bird's legs comes the egg as the saying you never heard that saying i'm i'm surprised nobody says sayings to me so okay (laughs) but uh no i don't think we're eating swan eggs in summation yeah turkey eggs
2: Turkey egg.
1: I'd eat a turkey egg. I would try it. Yeah. I would try an ostr- uh, ostrich egg, honestly. They're Me massive. You just need one of them for an omelet.
2: <laughs>
1: I think... You, we should try I and get them. We should try and get them. I think you need one ostrich egg for like three omelets. I think that's the formula. Hmm. Depends how big your omelet is, I guess. <laughs>
2: I don't think they're that big.
1: I've always pictured an o- ostr- ostrich egg to be as big as my head. <laughs>
2: It's not that big.
1: It's, I don't know. Seems pretty big to me. I'm going, I'm going to let this dream live on until Drew uh, Googles it and gives me an accurate measurement because I'm sure that's what's happening right now.
0: On average, they're about three-ish pounds and about six inches by five inches. So they're typically about 20 times
1: larger than a chicken egg. Okay, so not quite as big as my head. But if you held it in front of my nose, I could not tell you how many fingers you're holding up. So, for all intents and purposes, as big as the space that my eyes take up, it's an egg as big as almost my, son's my whole head, head <laughs> as big as your son's head. That's probably there. You go. <laughs> I mean, it's probably close to that. Measure his head right now, please. I don't have my calipers. They're in my backpack uh, in damn. the other room. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, at least you have them. That's good. Yeah. Just get like I don't those old calipers, like head measuring tools. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. I love those things. It measures heads and it also, um, triples as, um, a fat thickness measuring tool. And, um, the thing that scoops a baby out of the lady when she's having it. What's that called? Speculum?
2: No. Um, What's that I called? I don't know.
0: Henry had a suction cup attached to his head, so... (laughs) Did he really? Yeah, he had to be suctioned out. I didn't know this! Yeah, no, he, like, got maybe a tiny bit of his head out and then got kind of a little bit stuck, so they basically took a suction cup, stuck it on his head, and uh, did, like, a little hand pump that creates the suction, sucks the air out from the suction cup, and then when Teresa pushed, they just kind of, like, pulled on the little cord and suction cup to give a little extra help pulling him out.
1: That is amazing. I didn't know that they were employing suction technology and birthing. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, and then it left like a little mark on his head um, when he was really little. That it looks like he was wearing like a yarmulke or something.
1: <laughs> he done been blessed. Yes. L'chaim. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry That's for any Jewish fucking... people out there. I'm not trying to be offensive. <laughs> no, it's not offensive to say Lahiam I say it all the time. Fair. It, it it's more offensive to say uh, that you're, you're you've already started the college fund for the boy.
2: <laughs> uh, I don't know if
1: that makes sense, um, but do, no, that's that's fantastic news. I've always said that they should employ suction technology for baby birthing; that it would just make it a lot easier. Oh fuck! But you know what? That 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 means they stole my idea. Yep. What are we gonna do about this? I don't know. You gotta come up with something more revolutionary.
2: Hmm.
1: Okay. If suction's not going to work. Okay. Here's what we do we teleport the baby out of the mother. What do you think? Huh? Uh, it might be hard with the umbilical cord.
0: And maybe, but if you you do it right before you cut it, do why? Because otherwise it actually can have, um, some various stuff go back and forth from it and i think the ends of it where it gets cut if it's not tied off can potentially have um like dead tissue carried back up through the umbilical cord into the mother's body and cause some sort of an infection okay here's
1: what
2: did you guys do delayed cord cutting
0: no they basically did it like right away because they need to get him um taken care of because i think there was some urgency because I think his heart rate monitor was saying, like, yeah, he needs to, like, get out quickly because his um, heart rate is going up, down a little bit, or his blood pressure was going down. or something There was something, one of his meters was um, giving a sp- sense of urgency and expediency to get out. So there was, like, anyways, oh, okay. um, we're not going to, like, oh, Dad, do you want to cut the cord? We're just, like, going to do this and take care of him right now, make sure he's good, so...
2: They didn't even ask you if you wanted to cut it.
0: No, they're like, "Sorry, Dad, but you know we need we need to get this done." So,
2: wow, that sucks.
0: And it turned out well. It was also good because he was so small. They wanted to get him onto the little, the heater, and to check him and all that kind of stuff because he was
1: fairly small. Because he was what you know, what what benefits are is delayed cord cutting supposed to give you? I Honestly, I'm not sure. Teresa be the one to ask, it- not over me.
2: It gives, you, it gives you the blood that's in the cord. the ba- It gives the baby the blood that's in the cord. Because if you cut it, it doesn't get that blood. And that's part of its body that's still in the cord. Between...
1: Arguably, whatever's in the cord could be either the mother's or the baby's. It's both. It's
2: the baby's.
1: It belongs Schrodinger, to Schrodinger's blood. <laughs> Schrodinger's umbilical cord. Okay, so t- so okay. Since you gotta tie off the cord before it's cut, I mean, I assume that's
0: why that they do. it. I didn't ask the why they did it, but I'm pretty sure it's okay. common practice. So,
1: okay, so until we can confirm that tying off the cord is absolutely necessary, or or do we know it's necessary? Um, let's just assume it is, since that's what they do. Fuck. All right. If we assume it is necessary, then. Hmm, the teleportation process of the baby is also going to have to be coupled with, um... Teleportation technology? Well, yeah, but you didn't let me finish. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was gonna say, um, it, uh, what, what's that thing? Uh, it, it would probably be like, um close contact telekinesis or something. Some means by which you can observe the cord from within the mother's body, but also manipulate it into a knot without actually performing surgery or touching it.
0: It's getting awfully complicated,
2: but...
1: It's kind of...
2: I eye zoned out. It's more
1: <laughs> sounding like uh, magic than uh, medical practice at this point.
2: Well,
0: that's... Didn't, like, Arthur C. Clarke or something like that say that any technology sufficiently advanced is
1: indistinguishable from magic? He, I'm, I'm sure if he did say that, he meant it to be applied towards exactly what we are discussing right now. Of course. Arthur C. Clarke's on our side. Right? When he's not working <laughs> with people to make movies, so. Yeah. Why why wouldn't he be on our side? Because uh, he's dead. That's yeah, <laughs> we're not going to get sued for saying he's on our side, right? Is he got lawyers that care about his body and name? I don't know. I'm assuming, but
0: at the same time, it gives us notoriety. So.
1: Yeah, let's let's ride on the coattails of a dead man. That, that'll that work right? for us, I think. I mean, it
0: usually does for people, right? <laughs>
1: it's idea yeah, of a person
0: is more important than the reality of them.
1: <laughs> yeah, hasn't it worked for uh, didn't it work for Jackie Kennedy?
0: Oh, well, that's a little different. She was kind of there.
1: It's it true, happened. yeah. But, th- but wait, she's not the one who got lobotomized after everything, right? That was the daughter? Uh, that was the daughter. Yeah, I was gonna okay. say, no, I don't think she did. Um, who is riding off the coattails of a dead guy right now? I'm trying to think. I got nothing topical. I got nothing current. No, <laughs> I got nothing. Riding hmm. off the coattails of a dead guy. <laughs> hmm. Well, oh, you arguably thing. you could. Sorry, we'll go ahead. I
0: would say the trendy thing to do is just pick your, pick some sort of popular. Um, Historical figure that most people agree was a pretty good stand-up guy or gal, and be like, "Well, see, they were this about them that was bad because it's bad now, so they were a bad person." That uh, there you go. You know, you judge somebody by the standards of the time, to- of uh, the times that we are living in, rather than the times they were living in, and therefore you can basically pass judgment. Of
1: course, perfectly objectively. It's not exactly coattail writing, but it is a way to make yourself popular. Oh, Stay yeah. Stain the name of someone. Uh, Established,
0: yeah, and dead. You know, it's be like, oh, Lincoln wasn't all that great because he even said himself that the Civil War wasn't about sa- uh, slavery; it was about states' rights. It's like, yes, because that—I mean, that is true. That was initially what he said at the start of the Civil War. But people can also change their minds or have ulterior things that they say in speeches rather than the reality what they actually intend. Imagine that. It,
1: can you can you believe it? It's hard to think of. People are more than Bends two-dimensional the brain.
0: creatures. Wow.
1: Dude, can you imagine being a two-dimensional creature? That would suck. There is actually a way to experience that, kind of. yeah. Uh, there is a book and movie called Flatland. You ever heard of it? No. It's a um, book and movie of uh, life from the perspective of a two-dimensional being. Mm. And... It unintentionally interacts with three-dimensional and one-dimensional beings. It's supposed to be a way of gaining perspective on what it would be like in those planes. I don't think they ever touch on fourth dimension or anything like that. It's pretty weird. It's kind of lame, maybe worth one watch. I don't know. Yeah. Or
0: you could play like the original Wolfenstein or Doom because those were all technically 2D. They just had the illusion of three-dimensional space.
2: I love. I used to play Wolfenstein all the time. Yeah,
0: Wolfenstein 3D
1: was great, even though it wasn't Doom is Doom is amazing because you can run it on fucking anything. Yeah, and I want
2: to play that now. You can Can run it on a toaster. Yeah,
1: (laughs) you can run it on a toaster if you have enough rocks gathered in one place. It will just spontaneously enter your life. Yeah, you just get Um, a bunch of rocks together, and
0: then you know, uh, actually, it would have to be a mouse and keyboard, and you go. (laughs)
1: i found a guy he put together a project it's doom on a chip it's a computer chip that when you power it on and plug a monitor into it all it does is run through the hallways of doom in a pattern that never ends huh interesting yeah yeah it, not very useful, was but saying, definitely what, was the, a, what would the purpose be? <laughs> uh, To show off the fact that he could manufacture chips at home. That's fair. I mean, the fact that you can do it is reason enough, I guess, right? Yeah. The fact that you can ma- e- even make transistors that tiny at all, let alone in your fucking garage. Hell yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, no, that's pretty cool. <laughs> but yeah, you can put Doom in the touch bar of a MacBook Pro. I've seen that too. <laughs> it's actually kind of funny. It's really, it's um, it doesn't look easy to play, but I could try
0: it. I think it's one of the things is it looks harder than it actually is because we're so used to modern games that, you know, have way more complex controls. And so the idea that you don't have any sort of aiming ideas, you just move your body around until you're generally lined up and then shoot thing. They're really simple, obviously. I mean, it had to be because it was originally running on, what, like a Apple
1: II or something. Was that a? Did it reach back that far? I thought it may have been maybe 19... the first Macintosh or something. It
0: was Ninety-three. Oh, it was originally developed for uh, MDOS. DOS, MS DOS.
1: M DOS.
0: Yeah. Oh. Uh... Let me
1: see. So that did... yeah, that would that's definitely a lot after the Apple II. Yeah, sometimes was... I was thinking it was
0: Apple something or other. So.
1: Um. So wait, uh, Bodo, did you want Doom yeah. or Wolfenstein? And then Wolfenstein, Wolfenstein 3D was originally on DOS. <laughs> nice. So Yeah, you can 92. run that shit on anything now. Yeah, oh yeah. There's the uh, nice. great software out there called DOSBox. I haven't used it very much, but I know it is intended for 8-bit stuff like that. Nice. I just have no idea if it runs on a Mac or not. That's going to be a... That's going to be a fun experiment. That's pretty much all I got around here right now is you, you got two choices. You either got a uh, Mac laptops or a um, six bay hard drive array with no operating system on it.
0: Well, you need 2.39 megabytes of space to hold the new,
1: the original Doom game. It's that's the original file size. That, that's, that's like one and a half floppies. Yeah. I'll, put it on, I'll put it on the NAS then. <laughs> it's got a VGA port. We can do it. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't make any sense though. Cause it's got these two giant fans on it that like, why the hell do these fans need to be running? If you're just running an eight bit character around in circles. Yeah.
0: No, you need to run it on like your uh, computer that you built, Renee. So that way you can run it at like 300
1: frames per second or in 4k or something. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if you run too fast, the character is just going to jump out of your screen and run into the
2: woods.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure, like, what, they never, uh, do we know what frame rate reality is running at? I'm going to say at least 60 frames per second.
0: Well, it doesn't really matter because it only runs as fast as our eyes can technically take in the information,
1: so. And how
2: fast is that, though?
1: We need to know that, yeah. Um... How fast can eyes record? I think that's the phrase you need to type in. Are eyes recording? They're not recording. So the human eye
0: physiologically can detect roughly up to 1,000 frames per second.
1: 1,000 detection. Okay. I think, hmm. Well, I don't have any monitors that can do 1,000 frames a second. So obviously the solution is we need to find a way to just make a hologram. But
0: it seems like anything over about 300 becomes a lot more difficult for the eye and the brain to actually detect the difference between. So the 300 to 1,000 is just a game of diminishing returns. Um, Okay. So So we can crack 300. We should be okay.
1: Yeah. 300 should be real good. (laughs) All right. That's a good baseline. I mean, we are on on kind of a budget here. so. I'm I'm not gonna try and aim for the stars here. I just wanna we gotta I wanna up. get a working prototype. Find
0: some sort of plasma TV with like a six hundred frame uh hertz refresh rate or something like that. There you go.
1: Those exist? I think so. Oh shit. I'm gonna have to do some digging then. Alright, it's time time to make some uh electronic clones of myself.
0: Yeah. Uh lots of Oh, um uh, yeah, six i'm just looking through tv stuff real quick um yeah they have four 600 hertz for your most rate expensive TVs. television please good sir <laughs> oh 600 hertz is not 600 frames per second it's about 60 hertz that's then played 10 times so never mind S-
1: 60 hertz played
0: 10 times. 60 frames per so. second and it's just played 10 times so it basically is played for um one that's basically, I don't know.
1: Doing I'm not, the I'm not seeing the conversion formula here.
0: Yeah, no, me either. But it...
1: <laughs> but we know what frames per second we need to hit. I don't know if right. the, the refresh rate of the monitor is really going to matter. Yeah, true. Especially if it ends up being a hologram anyway. Yeah. You don't have to worry about how fast something a monitor can blink. It's you're you're working with blinking lights at that point. You can make lights blink as fast as you want. You don't have True. to depend on a whole LCD panel. True. You have to worry about the individual ones. Yep.
0: So, and when you're only you know throwing out you know thirty two pixels per time or whatever the hell the the actual resolution for Doom is.
1: You know it's, it's it's not very much. No, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna guess below twenty five. I mean, it was on DOS for Pete's sake. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so,
1: which I I'm a little sad I never got to use DOS. But yeah, we have been a little bit you know, our time. Slightly, yeah. <laughs> I I have faint memories of using Windows ninety five, maybe ninety eight. Yeah, I had a computer um, that had ninety eight.
0: Um, that I had one or two games that would work on it.
1: That's not the one that you turned into
0: a bar for me, is it? Uh, no, that one was running Windows 2000. Hell yeah! Actually, no, I think we upgraded that one to XP before it finally died. So yeah,
1: it looks like it's got a classic Windows XP shape to it. Yeah, that early mid 2000s. I actually um, ages ago, I we still have an actively running Windows XP machine at work. <laughs> Um its only job is to host a license dongle for a piece of software that prints labels. <laughs> that's and what the
0: label software was originally written for was XP.
1: Yeah. You can you can run it in compatibility mode for Windows seven, but only the client software. Mm. The the server hosting software for the licensing dongle has to run on XP. It was like the
0: computers at Safeway at the checkstands, those were still like running basically to Windows 2000.
1: Those weren't even Windows, man. I got news for you. I thought those I remember were some... when I
0: restarted one time, it was saying something about Windows 2000 or something like that on the screen when it was booting.
1: It Windows 2000, I could see Windows 2000, but I distinctly remember... Maybe not for the registers, but definitely for the cabinet at the front of the room where all the networking equipment was. Oh, yeah. No. That that computer was running OS2. <laughs> oh, good lord. Which I can't even tell you what that is off the top of my head. I have to look it up. Yeah. It's, um, I think IBM made it. Hmm. Let me see. Computer operating. Yeah, IBM made it. Blah, blah, blah. Result of a feud between two companies over how to position OS two relative to, uh, Windows three point one. Oh, well, that dates it. <laughs> yeah. How do we
0: compete with the new Windows three point one? Was there God. ever a Windows two? Uh,
1: pff, I don't think so. If it, the version number may have been two, but they probably called it something else. Maybe a list of micro no.
0: Oh yeah, now they did have a Windows 2.0.
1: They, they just call it Windows 2.0? Uh,
0: Windows 2.0, yeah. It was a 16-bit Windows um, GUI-based operating environment released in
1: 87. Hell yeah. And if you look at that logo, what does that remind you of? Perhaps the current Windows logo?
0: No, it's... Um, <laughs> for like, It looks like, honestly, like a lunch tray at a high school next to Microsoft Windows written in some sort of... a like a fancier text that you use for your header of your essay or something.
1: Yeah, you're right. It really does. But just (laughs) shift those lines just a, just a little bit. You got the windows 10 logo right there. It's a spitting image. kind of, yeah, I guess. Yeah. If you cant it about
0: 15, 20 degrees, equalize the four lines and colorize
1: it. I, I kind of think that the, the CNC machine that I'm fucking around with at work right now might also be running OS two. I saw that, Flash by. We rebooted the controller and I saw OS2 flash by on the screen really quick and I got a little frightened. Yeah. Thankfully, its only path to the internet is an RS232 link. So I don't, you're not going to be able to deliver any sort of payload over that. Because first you got to get by our firewall. Then you got to figure out what fucking IP address that device has. And then you got to convert your traffic from. TCP IP to a serial connection and then what the hell are you going to do with a CNC machine you're going to crash the heads I guess that's it
0: <laughs> yeah you're just going to have it start engraving all sorts of random things into whatever
1: yeah you're gonna you're gonna carve like O'Doyle rules in a one of our molds like th- there's no point to Draw that Kilroy you Kilroy or something Ooh, a Kilroy might be kind of cool. I don't know if anyone knows what that is anymore. No, you like, got to get a really old school hacker to do that.
0: Yeah, it's like an OG meme. It's like World War Two meme.
1: Oh, yeah. It's it's a classic. Uh, yeah, it started World War II, and I think that was all through um, the Eastern Germany times, if I remember right.
0: Probably. I think the Wehrmacht actually thought Kilroy was like some like, elite U.S. spy or something like that that was able to slip through the lines constantly. Um, and so they actually had like orders. If you can capture this like Kilroy character, bring him to the high command. We need to interrogate him.
1: Well, that's awesome. And they never caught him. One of the best nope. spies of our time. Yeah, He was everywhere. That's fucking awesome. Go ahead and like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash TGF Radio. We're also TGF Radio on Twitter. Email us things because you're not moonwatch watched too. At TGF Radio Show at gmail.com. All the old episodes and subscribeable links to iTunes, RSS, and Spotify. Alright, tgifradio.com, closing statements around the internet, I nominate Drew first. Um, I got nothing other than actually make
0: sure you're, you know, wearing all of your PVE protective equipment. Okay, that was redundant, that was like an ATM machine. Make sure you're wearing all your shit properly. <laughs> if you're wearing a mask, make sure it's over your nose, otherwise you're an idiot at the point.
1: That, very succinct, I agree with everything you said. Um, Kirsten, you got anything?
2: please. Keep staying inside. I want fucking sushi. I'm tired of this. <laughs>
1: we, You will get your sushi. I want to go to the theater. It will happen.
2: <laughs> yeah. I want to All- do stuff.
1: Alrighty. We'll be back next week. Party on everybody. <laughs>